For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. We're back. You thought we weren't going to be here, didn't you? <laughs> I hope not. Yeah, we're here. G'day, MMA is back. We didn't have any fights to talk about this weekend because there wasn't any. I guess there was some boxing fights, but really, I don't know. It's a little. Yeah. I saw Bellator as well, and I saw a fight where you know the the pitbull guy. I'm like, okay, Bellator, you the I see your angle. You got the pitbull, and the pitbull's like. Chandler's going to get a title fight, and the last time he fought Pitbull, Pitbull knocked him out in a matter of seconds. Right. So really, the champ is over here at Bellator. And I'm like, okay, champ, that's really over here in Bellator. In the famous words of Conor McGregor, who the f- when you fight your opponent, who the yeah. fuck is that guy? I guess it's a rematch. It's a rematch of a fight where Pitbull went the distance but still beat the shit out of this guy, and now this guy gets a rematch. I don't know who's second. I don't know who's ranked third. I'm pretty sure if you tell me, I won't really know who they are. I know he's got one more fight against the guy who is 11 and 0, who has the belt. I don't know how he gets the belt without fighting Patrice Pitbull, but apparently some maybe Pitbulls and another another wake us. It's very confusing to me. But Bellator has a champ. I don't know his name because <laughs> all of a sudden this black guy shows up because it's a, now it's a, you know how they do that thing a tournament thing yeah. So I guess Pitbull wins this fight against this guy. Yeah. And now he goes on to fight this other guy who is the lightweight champion. I'm like, wait, if he's a lightweight champion and Patrice Pitbull is the champion of the world, how come he doesn't have the Bellator belt? Oh, so you're saying because I'm not that familiar with Bellator either. I got to be You honest. know why? But because it, it's shit. Ton- it's confusing. It's not as good. They, they got to pick it up. You know, they fucking fired Goldberg. They, oh, really? Fucking Mike Goldberg is gone, dude. Wait, when did this? Is this news? Is yeah. This, no, I mean, it was because we, mean, we, you, like, how breaking is this? Like, this happened not, a couple weeks ago? It was like a week ago. The Goldberg is gone. Yeah, from Bellator. It was, and it was it like was Big John. Coke is saying, you know, we just made some decisions to like update some things. And yeah, that's the way it is. Everything's mutual. We love Goldberg. But yeah, as in, we fucking dropped his ass. Holy crap. In my opinion, yeah. I mean, so Goldberg, he was there in the beginning, right? Not the beginning, beginning, but in early stages of the UFC there for a long time when they made the big switch they wanted to go a new direction i gotta say john anik probably the best in the business it was a smart choice but goldberg then goes over and bellator changed everything right big john retires as a ref becomes color commentator yeah. over a bellator along with goldberg not that um great. and then um i haven't listened to that many of them to, they're to not that honest. great it's, um, a, it's a little bit, you know what it is? It's Josh little, Thompson as well. Josh Thompson does a lot of that's stuff. That's a different story. Josh yeah. Thompson is, um, here's the thing I was telling my wife. MMA has evolved so much. So has commentary. Yeah. You've got legitimate athletes now that have legitimate brains that attach to their mouth and they, they speak yeah. fluid English 
and and and, and break down things where. To me, like I, I was like, if this show doesn't do that well, but I learn names off you and some more stuff about, because um, I've always been a guy, um, you know, I don't read music, but I can do it, you know, yeah. and I don't like, uh, if you give me like a 14 punch combination, I start to forget when we get about, after about seven <laughs> punches, what the rest is. Damn, those I'm like, long why you got to do that to me? Yeah, just, those long ones. Just give me some <laughs> fundamentals, man. Let me crack. Yeah. Like, I feel like it's all in the flow. When you start making things add up, I get yeah. confused. Jiu-jitsu, all the different names, toe holds and, and different locks. And when a when somebody who like Joe Rogan is announcing and he goes, see, if he puts his foot in here and starts to look for it, you, you're like, uh, as someone who doesn't know goes, Oh, is he going to move his foot? And then you see him move his foot and you're like, oh, yeah. well, I wouldn't have got that if Joe hadn't have spoken exactly. like that before it happened. Same with Dominic Cruz with the striking. Like he's measuring him here and he's because he's going to counter. He's looking to go over the top with this punch. And you're like, son of a bitch. Yeah. Wow. Thank you for explaining that. And Goldberg is to me like I am in skateboarding. My, <laughs> I left. I left. I came to radio and what I know who's good is uh, yeah. I know Chris Miller's good, and Chris Miller does sick alley-oop, uh, like, lip slide to Smith grind, because that's that era. But then if you want to talk about this era of who's good in skateboarding, I don't really know all of them. I know a couple of the people. guys. Yeah, and I don't know all the tricks. I know a lot of, I know that they're doing switch 540s, but it's still, it's still an extension of what used to happen. To me, Goldberg is someone that's always had uh, small amounts of actual MMA knowledge, very yeah. apparent to me. But a voice, a guy that goes, uh, Jurassic Park Seven is coming too, and don't forget to you know, the, all the those promos. things that were yeah because yeah. you had an you had an awkward guy who was more of a real fighter. Being a real fighter is uh, the more real you be get uh, become as a fighter, the more you become like Nate Diaz, and it's very cheesy to mm. to be outspoken to be like here here let me break it down you're like wow you're being very open and friendly that's not very fighter of you yeah like there's very there's very few of you guys that kill our killers and also have a welcome to the show welcome to my house yeah on welcome. and off not yeah. they know how to be more than just a fighter but because there's the so time. many of you i mean look at you you're fucking doing you're on tv handling it you look great you're fucking talking great this is you don't realize it but this is a huge threat to, to the Goldbergs of MMA because they're like, yeah, I have no fights. We're talking about a guy over here who's ha who's in the UFC. We're talking about Daniel Co Champ Champ, yeah. who's announcing excellently. How do you get better than that, right? I mean, yeah. when you look at, when you watch the NFL or something, that's all they have. It's lined up with Super Bowl winning quarterbacks that are doing color, uh, that are but doing But they, they do have a, they always have a dash of uh, John Anik. They always have a dash yeah. of I'm not a fighter, but I'm very I, I know all the stats on everything. Right. Somebody and very I keep good all the around. flow. In case one of you guys have a brain fart from getting hit in the head a lot, yeah. I'll 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 smooth it out. But but they are to defend them somewhat, there are they are two different jobs, right? So the play by play guy, the John Ennick, which I guess Goldberg would fall into, the play by play, they keep it moving. They're the traffic cop, they're the guy but doing John the promos. John did not have enough uh, I'm sorry, the, Goldberg did not mm -hmm. do any more research anymore. Yeah, you just he feel just like the started, sport kind of passed them up. He, I feel like he had no passion to evolve with it. Yeah, yeah like that's fair. He, yeah, that's like, a fair. Why, point. why not learn? Yeah. What? Why not? Like, okay, maybe you don't aren't the number one jujitsu guy in the world, or don't yeah. really care for it. If you watch it every day, could you not 
name a few names. Like I got, I know announcers in skateboarding that do it. I'm not going to mm-hmm. say the name, but there was a guy as an announcer <laughs> who's who was in my career when I first came to America. He was like, coming up next is Jason Elise. Because he didn't know my name. Because no one knew my and name. He had to put no effort to do it or no, no, no wasn't no, it. it was Ellis is spelled weird and he was like Jason Elise. Gotcha. Because it's spelled and, it, and did it bug you? No, not at all. I oh, laughed because yeah. I was like, I oh, don't wow. care either when people botch my Yeah, name. I didn't yeah. yeah, not at all. Especially dude, this is my first amateur contest in America. I right. could give two fucks. You're not a world champion yet, so No. But to know that he did that then when I was 17 and to know that he's announcing contests today, yeah. like he'll be at the fucking Olympics announcing the snowboard contest. He doesn't fucking know the names and hasn't known the names of any new shit from 1996 onwards. And they should be. This is, but he goes, instead of going, oh, backside switch 540, he'll go, whoa, no way. <laughs> and that works, dude. That works. It, that was but, hilarious, but, dude. but now there's TV, there's TV announcers. Yeah. So now he's the guy on the mountain. So if you're there watching the X Games, yeah. he'll be the guy. Here he goes. Whoa, no you dear show white. Everybody cheer. And yeah. it's, he, instead of going, holy shit, switch 1080. Yeah. Because he doesn't know which way Sean's going. He finds a way to elevate the energy in any way and he, he has how. done since. I remember in the 90s That's when amazing. I'd go, he doesn't know what fucking switch. Uh, like Hilfert Varial Lean is yet. Yeah. So he, every time it would be a real technical trick, I knew we're talking in 96. He would go, whoa. And I'm like, I know what that means, dude. <laughs> I don't know. I, it means you don't know what the fuck just happened That's right there. Man. Fair enough. But, yeah. but, but it evolves and it evolves because you care. Like mm-hmm. if you're an announcer to, a, to, a, uh, to the thing that you love, yeah. you're trying to make it bigger and more approachable mm-hmm. because you want more people to become involved in this thing that you think is so great and then you're a student of the sport you're, you're a fan of your passion look that's uh, why i like sam i heard sam punk is doing announcing yeah and i think that's great as a person that hasn't paid your dues mm-hmm. as much as you guys that's the difference i'm not saying i haven't paid some dues but i haven't paid this, the dues that you have right you've seen me in the gym and i've seen you in the fucking gym and if you go if you go as much as me you know what he is and yeah. you know what i am and that's okay. That's okay. I got. I'm like. I've, yeah. I've, 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 CM Punk is where I'm at. Where it's like I love what you guys are doing, and yeah, I'll go in there and fuck. I'm sore, and and yeah, I'll go. I'll still come in tomorrow. They were in the UFC, yes. but still, it's just a handful of fights where where you've it's had a handful your whole of fights life. Well. When it's your whole life, and you that's your that's your life for sure. It is not maybe. You know, you questioned it on the way out, but now you're in. A hundred percent. I'll say, man, John it's Anik, different. I catch during during some of the shows, you know, DC, anytime it's, you kind of know if, if it's, if it's, if it's me and you, uh, and we're, it, when we're doing color commentary with DC, we pretty much know if these guys get into a grappling exchange, we're just going to let DC take over. Cause this is what he's done his entire life. He's yeah. an Olympian. Yeah. I'm not going to talk over DC in the grappling department right. because you this is st- his, this is his money. Got this it. is what he's more passionate about. If it goes to you some guys type, are working together as, a, yes, as one. You know when somebody right. has a, a more of a specialty. If it goes to type some type of striking dynamic, let me take that part. If you need to know uh, that the last money that they won, they spent the money on uh, redressing <laughs> the the bathroom. Yes. Anik is your oh, boy. And it <laughs> comes in with that. He's like, just so you know, his wife spent all the money on yeah. And well, I, I was like, wait, did he just talk about a bathroom well, being? Well, see, look, Anik is the hardest worker. So I was going to say. He knows everything. He knows everything. And, 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 and like, as a, from a fighter's perspective, when I fight and Anik interviews us, pre fight uh, interviews, and you have, you know, the color commentators, everybody is interviewing you either in person like this at a table. It'll be DC. Joe Rogan doesn't go anymore because he's just, he's the man. He's Joe Rogan. But it'll be DC, Anik, 
whoever's working, right? And then my last one was during quarantine. So it's on Skype or whatever, right? A big TV, a monitor, and you have everybody. And everybody asks their questions. I do fighter interviews when I color commentate. But what I'm getting at is Anik is the guy that he wants to know, uh, how's your wife doing? How's your son? Yeah. Does your son watch your fights? What's yeah. his name again? C-A-G-E-K? Yeah. Okay, let me give him a shout he out. Knows. And how old is he? He's in school. Yeah. He loves every detail. Right. And then you listen to the broadcast and he always brings it up. He's, yeah, he's pro as fuck, dude. He, he's so professional. And then what I've learned about John Anik, this is becoming the John Anik show. John Anik, we love you, buddy. No one um, fucking sees this show, but yeah, John yes. Anik. Yeah, Tell your friends to check love, out baby. our show. I've noticed during the fights as well that D John Anik would never speak over DC to getting back to what I was talking about during a grappling exchange. Yeah. But John Anik will say, well, there's a nice level change right there to get him down uh, for the takedown right before the bell to steal that round. John Anik is a student of the sport. He knows how to control momentum verbally when yeah. he's talking. And then when it gets to the tedious stuff, take it over, color commentator, professional yeah. fighters, which we now have doing color commentary. And like you said, the fighters have evolved in the sport. The commentary has evolved in the sport. And now you're getting such... High-level IQ while you're watching this. The thing insane. that surprises me that started this conversation is how where low the level of Bellator oh. <laughs> is where it is at oh the UFC. God. Your announcers, mm. even your announcers. I mean, we're talking... Um, but you, you agree, you Josh, have, Josh you Thompson have, is great, right? You, I think Josh is... Um, yeah, but they don't use him. They use him on a panel thing. Oh, so he does desk more he than He does color. the desk thing. Yeah. They don't use him as the main yeah. guy. They have people that are really old and don't know that much about the critical stuff of it. They've really sort of repeat yeah. themselves. You know I mean? Uh, the systematic breakdown. I mean, if he says that, he says systematically breaks them down. It, oh, it, you hear? He's, Big something John that, says that over and over and oh, over yeah. again. It's like uh, Mike Goldberg has the slip and rip. Yeah. Sometimes he said it when it's not it's even a slip and rip. I'm like, dude, you're just high on, you're just so high on slip and rip that you just want it. You're just like slip and rip. I'm slip like, that was a leg kick. Yeah, that was, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> that with you? Was nowhere near. <laughs> like, but nobody slipped yeah. the goddamn thing. Appreciate the energy. Yeah, yeah. No, and I, I pointed out years ago, it takes a lot of energy to be a rock star. I got the button on here because oh, I, it was in the Ronda Rousey fight. Even Joe Rogan stopped for a second and said, "Wait, what?" What do you mean it takes a lot of energy to be a rock star? Like, she's getting lit up right now because it was... A, oh, 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 Joe Rogan made a correction. Yeah, cause on, no, because Goldberg just said it out of... It was like... Yeah. It was right when Holly was sort of... Oh, before Holly... It was becoming apparent that Holly had her number. You could see that that that, that uh, and he Ronda made, was getting a little desperate with the, with the, uh, with the yeah, blitzes. Yeah, it was before she was, like, in real trouble. But yeah. he was like, it takes a lot of energy to be a rock star. <laughs> and Joe Rogan called and him I, on it. Yeah, because I was like, wait, are you saying <laughs> that... Hilarious, man. She partied too hard, and that's yeah. why this is happening. Like, yeah. I, I thought it was such a like. <laughs> I th I was accusing him of being sponsored by Rockstar at the time, and that Rockstar <laughs> paid him money to say that yeah. because it was such a Monster Energy production. Yeah, and that was my. And then he got fired. That was my theory on I've that. I've got to go was, back. I've got to go back and so see it. Inappropriate. It, I would it love makes to see, no sense at all. I would never like, call him out on that, right? But Joe Rogan is it? Joe Rogan. Could be ruthless too, man. Joe, have you seen those old videos? We're well, Joe away. has like a background in what? MMA and jujitsu. Right. Like he's a taekwondo guy that can do like, but he also professional wheel kicks and shit. He also enjoys like almost an awkward conversation at times. If you know, there was. Oh, I think old, it's because I these think old when you're, videos of like people that were talking about how bad marijuana is, and Joe will sit there and debate with you on the sidewalk in Hollywood, or people talking about 
finding Noah's Ark and this and that. And Joe sits there and debunks these people. And and it's it's almost he's awesome to watch because he makes people nobody he, he went to the moon. You know people. that, right? What's that? He's also a guy that said we didn't go to the moon. Who said that? Joe. Joe said we didn't go to the moon for the longest time. Really? Joe yeah. Joe was on that that he didn't. Yeah, really yeah I feel like him and uh, Eddie Bravo. Yeah, they got like some really crazy weed when they first started or something. That was <laughs> that's probably true. I I, I mean, I, but but I thought Joe and like I mean I've been knowing Eddie's been me and Eddie been going way back forever and and me and Joe have been mutual friends forever. But I feel like Joe, from what I remembered from their uh, friendship, was that Joe was always like Eddie. You can't say crazy stuff like that all the time. That's no, not Joe, true. Yeah, Joe was not as Joe crazy, but I well. no. I, there was a time there where that was a big one for Joe. That was his one. Wow, I wonder. If I he remember was just going, kind of what? into the conspiracy uh, theory I think world. Definitely in the, They've always Eddie's been always there. been like that. The day I met him, he was talking conspiracy. Look, dude, if you hang out with him all the time, you're gonna hear a lot of stuff, and you'll probably believe a five percent of it. And if you hear that much all the time, you're gonna start believe in some weird shit who knows man maybe some of it is fucking true yeah you know i don't know what's going on with anything anymore hey covid everyone that's not real it is real fucking let's still get tests texas is like fuck you you mask and then they don't have as many covid people what the fuck is that i I know know. because the 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 safe the safe answer would say look let's let's not think about theories let's let's leave it to science but i mean you can't really say leave it to science anymore you don't know what's going on in the world since everything well you do actually there's when it comes to science is like yeah. facts. Yeah. Well, I mean, what you're saying though, you're saying the whole thing with Texas and this and that, like how could science say if, I don't I want think to get a scientific stuff, explanation for it. I just haven't bothered to Google yeah. that one yet, but I'm sure there is. Because yeah. there usually is. That's the great thing about science. Anyway. We should stick to fighting. Let's talk about clothing and oh, yeah, the deal nice with the UFC oh, and you. how yeah. they've got Reebok and now they don't. What were you going to say? I thought you were going to talk about like our clothing or something. I'm, I, are you about to talk I shit com- on my t-shirt? I was complimenting your shirt. I thought my we were fucking shirt the, matches the studio. I thought I don't we know were about getting you. into fashion. I'm pretty sure my fucking underwear I matches I wasn't talking too. shit, by That's the way. That's right. My underwear matches my studio and my t-shirt. I probably match something above my head. Yeah, well, you got great hair, so you don't I'm really trying. need to match. Yeah, if I can get this. That one to stay. Okay. I noticed uh, that you do fuck with it a little bit. Yeah. That makes me feel better about not having hair. Okay. But not as good as having it. <laughs> yeah, I don't like the Superman. Thing. But being a guy that is a model and a UFC fighter, mm-hmm. out of anybody in the world, yeah. their opinion on the new Venom UFC gear that just came out, yours would be the most important opinion. Speaking of out of every more than John Anik. More than DC, yeah. more than it, more than Conor McGregor. Trust in the science. Dana White, I've seen your pants. Your you pants? don't your opinions of what is good in shorts oh. is not gonna be a good idea. He's a he's a fucking hair off affliction. He has no really he's in a you think Dana White. I think he is, makes so much money that he's like, I will not wear affliction. That's ridiculous. But do you have anything similar? For Dana is a um I don't uh, blue jeans, comfortable, clean shoe, um, with a fitted shirt type of guy. He used yeah. to wear these things. This company called a uh, Psycho Bunny. You ever heard of them, Psycho Bunny? No. I did a job with them one time, and they were like, "Dana wears our shit all the time." And hey. sure enough, I looked it up, and he's always got it on. But, what an insult! Yeah, <laughs> what an insult. But Dana, that's Dana. Dana's a comfortable dresser. But I think we're getting into the Reebok thing, right? The Reebok era. We're getting into the Venom thing. It's over. It Reebok, is. We're getting into Venom. How'd you new. feel about Reebok when you were uh, wearing that? It was mixed results, man. I tell you what, because some know, of those shoes, Reebok always sucked to me. Yeah. Is Nike and Adidas were way better? 
Yeah. But they did make some shoes where I would see every now and then. Maybe it's just because Conor McGregor's classics so stylish. Stuff, yeah. I was like, that one doesn't look bad at all. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think their classics did well, um, hit or miss on some of the newer stuff. Um, I don't think Reebok was ever known for like having a like a long lasting, durable type shoe. You know, they were kind of <laughs> just middle of the market, I guess. But, you know, I, I was never like a Reebok hater during during the entire Reebok era. It, it was, you know, it was more a financial thing. That's what I'm saying. We, we would get That's paid. That's the after smart argument is how much are you paying them? Right. Because it depends you how much. Made a lot of money. I would otherwise. be curious to know this day and age, how much would UFC fighters get paid? I remember when before I was in a UFC um, oh man, what's uh? I'm thinking it's an Australian fighter. He brought me in for a camp, right? And he was telling me that he would make about thirty grand a fight on sponsors. And then sometimes when that he would fight on the prelims, and the, he would have a great showing, and they would go to pay per view, and the pay per view was too quick, they would show his fight on both cards. Just now yeah, and then yeah. they'll have to fill some time, right? And they'll show it, and then his sponsors would pay him double. Whoa! Both fight under contract. However many times his show is showing is he would get paid double, so he would make sixty grand a fight sometimes. And I remember when Brendan Schaub left the UFC or the the deal came about, and he was pissed off at Dana. He goes, "I make a hundred grand a fight in sponsorships." Dana was like, "You don't make that," and he was like, "I make that. I make a hundred yeah. grand in sponsorship." I never made anything close to that for sure. Yeah. But I would say the average fighter would probably bring in about ten grand a fight. Uh, ten grand okay. a fight. Excuse me before the deal. And now, to be honest, what Reebok, it depends. It's on a it's on a fight to fight patch. So if you have like less than five fights, I think you get like less than five thousand dollars. If you have more <laughs> than ten fights, you get about ten thousand dollars, et cetera, et cetera. So after five fights in the UFC, you get five grand a fight. Uh, in in sponsorship, Reebok sponsorship. So if you were killing it with twenty grand in sponsorships, and the Reebok deal came in, you were new in the UFC, and now you're making five, it hurts your wallet. Yeah. If you were only making ten and you had ten fights, so. For me, like I said, $10,000 here or there, I, I was happy. I'll take it. I would love to have known the possibilities, though, when, when, could, because the UFC has gotten so much bigger every year. You know, yeah. the following the, the fighters, it's a global thing now. How See, much money we would have made. But they, they did restructure. They said they restructured I the deal. I saw the restructure. You get like two grand more. Get the fuck out of <laughs> it's here. It's nothing. Dude. I know. I got really I can't I, believe I they're bragging about that. I know. I know. It, it's, I don't even think it's more than I get two grand. 40, and now I get 43. Get the fuck out of here. Exactly. Like, I, it, 40 it, to 43. It was the smallest increase possible. It's just, but. Have you seen I, the I want to, I'm seeing the yeah. shorts right now, and I'm like, look, if Spider-Man goes on vacation, that's the shorts that he wears. Congratulations mm. to all the superheroes that are now fighting in the UFC on vacation. All right. That's let what me, I think. That's what I see when I me, look at them. Let me, uh, Why do they have to be that fucking bright? Digest this. Well, well that's, that's what I would say, too. I would say- It's um, a country thing you're doing? It doesn't have to be so hardcore yellow, blue, red. Then it becomes a little- um, Crayola. Crayola and what's the little guys that fight Lego like superhero um, oh martial artist guys I don't know Ninja uh, Power Ranger yeah. Power so, Rangers you know yeah. it becomes like who's the Blue Ranger yeah who's the Red Ranger but Venom was known for having like some kind of cool mixture stuff and I assume they had to kind of collaborate where's with the snakeheads there's no snakeheads right the fuck so I wonder if that was a part of it that they weren't allowed to do that snake skin ones at least I did see some jumpsuits I thought the jumpsuits looked um, pretty good. Um, and again, I'm not mad at this. Stupid. I just think Those it's... Those shows look terrible. I think it's just not drastically different from the Reebok. It, it's, it's, not, yeah. it's not a world different. Um, yeah, I, to me, looking at that, I could care either way. Hopefully they do some different patterns. But yeah, I, I got to say, stands, and this is not like a, a sexist or whatever thing. 
I love when women fight in a sports bra. It's just you can see. I the hate body. when they wear a t-shirt. I don't like the t-shirt. I'm against that. I say it should be illegal because I feel like your toes and get look, caught in that and shit. It, yeah, and it just it just looks amateurry because like yeah. in California they have camo, right? Camo's the amateurs, and camo has to uh, you wear like a rash guard when you That's fight. That's right. And it just looks so odd. It's yep. like watching a Mayweather or Canelo fight, and they have a rash guard on. It yeah. looks like training. So when you see the women. In a in a sports bra, and you can see the abdominals and their obliques, and I mean all this stuff going on. It's like, yeah, this looks like a fight. You're, sh- you're shredded like a racehorse, not covered up yeah. in leggings. Are you and listening stuff. to this, Louis J. Gomez? When you fight me, I need to see all that <laughs> fat, so I know where to fucking kick it. You put fat your, fuck. Put your sports bra. I'm gonna on, punch Lewis. your tits off, you fucking jiggly I don't even know. bastard. We're talking about Bisbing's. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay, okay. Just making sure. I don't know. <laughs> I do. We should see the fight, fight them. No, it's probably a bad idea. So yeah, not a uh, drastic upgrade with Venom, but um, whatever. At least they're getting my main least... my main beef with Venom is why don't they pay t- double what Reebok, Reebok did? Mm-hmm. Why don't we're all watching it because of the fighters? And then I hear John Jones arguing about getting ten million dollars, and I know that Eddie Alvarez, Eddie, sorry, Eddie, Jesus Christ, Eddie, uh. uh Canelo, oh, Canelo Alvarez Canelo. get $35 million for his last fight against mm-hmm. somebody that I don't know. You don't know. You only know if you know boxing really well. Right. And, and, and but the majority is, of the combat sports world didn't really know who his opponent was in a Canelo fight. He ain't fighting like, uh, like pick another gigantic name because that's what this fucking fight is. John Jones and fucking Francis Ngannou, yeah. Ngannou is the fucking monster fight of the century mm-hmm. against a guy that is the greatest fighter alive. And you don't want to give him $10 million and Canelo Alvarez got $35 million the other weekend to fight yeah. some fucking, I'll call it, to, to Alvarez, it's a bum. Yeah. That was a goddamn bum fight. Like that guy was not anywhere near his yeah. level. Didn't he have to stop the fight or yes. something? I mean, it was. It wasn't even. It was just pot yeah. shotting him. Yeah. He didn't I, even get tested. It, uh, speaking on the John Jones incident, I, I think. should give all you guys way more money. Who watches. Who pay per view buys Alvarez or John Jones, Francis Ngannou? Yeah. Who, who gets yeah. the most pay per views? Right. In the right. world now. Super Because you can't I mean, say, this oh, is a huge it's, fight. it's an American thing. It wouldn't do that well. Bullshit. No. It's global, dude. The UFC is global. It is the number one comeback sport thing that we all pay for. Isn't it time that you guys got, you know, when I see the, because I'm not a real fighter. So the thing, and I'm like, wow, $2,000. Yeah. That's been a. That's been five or six years of success and been growing your company. Sure, you grew your own company, but you're growing it off the fighters. Yeah. If you go, let's lose all the UFC fighters, and then you can have uh, Machida fucking uh, uh, Bader five <laughs> and see how many fucking people come and watch your pay per view. I didn't know where they, you were going with that because they won't. Because yeah. I don't even know. Because that's where you're at right now, Bellator. Yeah. You're making two old dudes kill themselves. They're yeah. already dead. The, 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 the thing with the super fight with Francis Ngano is they should both get twenty million each minimum. Super fights have to be specific time when both men, when it's right, right? When you have two uh, amazing fighters, their brand is up, they haven't lost yet, they're on a roll, and it's the right moment to capitalize. And this is the right moment. This is okay. John Jones is yeah, John Jones is going up and he's put on the weight. He's committed to being in the heavyweight division. The the, the, the UFC said this is a fight we do want. Yeah. We just don't want to pay. 
that that price for it. But right, because why? Because well, if you do that, then you have to give the other people some money? Yes, and, and why not? And think about what can go wrong. So if they do kick the tires, as Ariel Hawani said, and and put Lewis versus Ngannou on stupid. there, what if... I mean, it's not stupid. What if, what if Lewis lands that big punch? And Lewis, the guy that we all love, but he's... He, he's he's beatable. Somebody can come in there and possibly out wrestle him. Somebody can come in there and out you know be the technical striker. Um, there's too many possibilities of this fight not going well. And then if that that fight happens, where does John Jones go? Does he go and fight the number one contender guy, or does he just hold out? Now John Jones has been out of action for years at a time. Uh, they need to does make he fight, fight Lewis. Uh, if he fight well, well, it, I, I think I think if he beats Ingano. Well, I think you're saying it was your John fight who. No, if let's say Francis goes to my balls is hot because that's the fight to make. And Gano and Lewis fight because then who does John cheaper. fight? Well, John fights the winner. Oh, the one, yeah, but then you're putting him on the sideline for a while. I I, I assume John would then wait. Um, I don't think. I, but look, I just think Francis, it's crazy that we're gonna miss this because they're you're not gonna pay them even though. I'd be really interested to know how much does Dana White? How much do the owners of the UFC make from that fight? Yeah, because it's. Well, I'm sure. Because if you can explain to me, it's like, uh, well, dude, if we gave you both $10 million, there'd be no money in it for us. Yeah. I don't think that you can explain that to me. Yeah. I think that if I, my manager watches you explain that to me, he goes, yeah, right. You guys make like fucking this much. Yeah. And what he's getting is, 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 uh, is nothing compared to what you're getting. I, I think the UFC has to make their quota. You know, when they sold the UFC for $4.2 billion or whatever, yeah. and they had all these celebrity inve- uh, celebrity investors in it. Yeah. Uh, Mark Wahlbergs, Tom Brady's, etc. Are they still in this shit? They're all up in it, right? Okay. And so now these guys have got to get their return on the investment. So the yeah. UFC right. is throwing shows on left and right. They're making it happen. They're making everybody, their investors, the company grow. People, the investors get their money back. And they got to be a little more stingy with their money, right? We had 650 fighters over the last couple of years. Now we're narrowing it down to like 500 fighters again, which is the normal uh, the normal range of fighters in the UFC, about yeah. 500. But to your point, the John Jones thing, I really and truly in my heart, I feel like this is a play. This is a play by the UFC. They're saying, all right, John Jones wants too much money. Next in line, Derek Lewis, he's a bad man. We'll promote this fight making John Jones make a decision. Look, do we hold out on this once-in-a-lifetime opportunity? Not once-in-a-lifetime, but this is the moment to capitalize. For $10 million, or do we dan- or do we just negotiate and settle for $8 million and, and make, you know, meet in the middle? And I kind of feel like the UFC put that out there because the way he was said, like Ariel Hawani came out and said, it looks like the UFC is kicking the tires. They're, they're, they're t- in talks about it. And so it's, it makes John Jones have to make a move because Francis Ngannou already said, I'm not trying to fight anytime soon. I just became the champion. I might get some surgeries. I might take some time, make some money as a champion. He won't fight for another six months or something, maybe. And then another fight after that for John Jones. John Jones has already been out for a while. He's not trying to wait another year. Wow. It, I feel like it's a ploy. It's a push to make John Jones you know make a decision. I mean, we're going to see a... that decision, hopefully. Oh, you think he might fold? I, th- I think so. I think so. Because, because John... if you don't do it now... You, you, you're you losing out, right? In like another year from now, I don't know. Is, how much better is John going to be? Yeah. He's getting older, right? Yeah. He, he is getting older. And, and I mean, he's going to be inactive. Is inactivity there. And then what happens if, for some reason, Francis loses to Lewis? Now your $10 million fight is no more anyway. Yeah. now and it, it was becomes, a fight, and it was the fight. It's for the fans. 
Yeah. That's what you're here to do. I know that you're here to make money. Although we are pro, we're pro fighter getting paid. This is a real fight. The Super greatest fight. undefeated fighter alive today who's still competing against the biggest, most powerful man they gotta meet in, in the, the world. They and you're not going to give him an extra couple of million dollars. John Jones has to... Dana White has to come down a little bit. Uh, I mean, come up a little bit. John Jones has to come down. They got to meet in the middle. But it, yeah. John needs to find a way to make this fight happen because if he doesn't do it now, it, it we've seen ha this happen before in the I, past. I kind of agree, but I also, fights were gone. I also can't help thinking... I train, I go just as much. If I'm John Jones, I'm thinking I go to the Dem gym just Demetrius as much. Demetrius Mighty Mouse Johnson for years was supposed to go he up and He got nothing, wait. right? He got nothing. He kept saying, I want $3 million or something to fight, which doesn't sound drastically crazy, right? But for the flyweight division, for that weight class, for the numbers he was bringing in, they were like, hell no. You're See, not getting that. That was a different argument. I, I was like, you know what? That dude is the greatest fighter alive, pound for pound. Pound and, for but, pound. But people, they didn't fight. If, even if he had a worthy adversary, they weren't buying the tickets that they were. You know why? John Jones, probably not selling as many tickets as like a Conor McGregor because I believe they're racist. <laughs> That's right. I said they're racist. No. <laughs> I, you did it. I did Told you I'd do it. Conor McGregor gets all the money and he can't even get the belt. John Jones has all the belts. What's up with his money, racist? Oh, no, you did not. Oh, no, you didn't. Maybe they're not. He's such a clickbaiter. People. But it's He's the fucking, it's the greatest championship. The heavyweight, the guy that looks like yeah. the champ, who yeah. now is the proper heavyweight champ, the most feared looking human in the world. Mm -hmm. And then you've got the greatest fighter that ever lived John who Jones. just moved up to the same weight class. Mm -hmm. The fans, happen. the only reason I wouldn't make this fight is because it'd be very hard pressed to make a fight that's ever as exciting as this fight in the history of the yeah. world. And what if it was? What if this fight did take place in some place like Africa, or or, or just anywhere else? And I then mean, have I mean, those other two guys on the card. So you have yeah, all the African, the Nigerian champs. fighters, the other champions. I'll I tell mean, you why they weren't. That's right. No, you They'll did. probably have it in Moscow. You know why? <laughs> Moscow. <laughs> oh, That's my why. Goodness. Yeah. That's your. Notice how Habib, Batman, music. great friends with Data White. He mm. loves him some Khabib. Mm. He loves him some Habib. Don't see him having a lot of dinners with John Jones. You, you, know, you know why the flyweights don't get that much attention and everything? Besides the obvious. Because they're black? Because no. <laughs> no. I, but, but that, yeah, I know. I know. You didn't do the music that time. <laughs> That's because I was like, dude, you yeah. really need to calm down. <laughs> I was just joking, everybody. People are Sorry. trying to figure it out right now. Yeah. <laughs> just, just playing. Just playing around, guys. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Aside from the fact that when you look at a, a smaller 125 pounder, the average fan or the average person on earth goes, I could beat that guy up, maybe. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Well, they don't say that about Francis Ngannou. But the danger factor is not there. And that, that's that's where the draws don't come in. The, the, the viewers don't come in because there's a danger factor when you watch somebody like Francis Ngannou fight that could take your head off in one shot, that could put you unconscious in one shot or do bad, bad damage. You'll see it. Um but you don't see as much danger when you see the lighter weight classes. And this isn't a disrespect towards them. But you could take a full-on over overhand right to the jaw and they just kind of shake it off. Or they'll get a double-leg takedown that means like, oh, you're going to win the round and they pop back up. The danger's not there. And so I, I, there's something about when you're on the edge of your seat, when you two, see two scary men like the guys we're talking about, like a Ngannou and Jones or Lewis, any of those type of people in there, 
it makes you nervous. It makes you nervous. And when fights make you nervous, you have to tune in. When you think about Tyson, Mike Tyson walking out, I saw Bisbing posted something the other day. Mike Tyson's walkout after one of his fights, and he was coming out to DMX and the intensity behind him. And you see the look at his eyes. And he didn't even care about all these security and body. He used to come out to a sound, dude, and, not and DMX. He, it was, it was he used to come out to a sound. I think this one was DMX. The oh, one the last fight you're saying? Yeah. Okay. Whichever fight I saw online. Because back in the heyday, he used to just come out to that one real, that whoa. Is that what just, it was? It was just a deep sound. I don't even remember. Sound like a spaceship or some shit. But when you looked at Mike Tyson, it was you could tell this wasn't a joke. This wasn't no. this wasn't a game. This wasn't an act. There yeah. was no gimmick. This it is a cold-hearted killer right Real there war. that you have to lock yourself inside, to the of, death a, inside of a ring with. Yeah. And it made people tune in, man. And yeah. and so that's what the heavyweight division, man. It brings that scare that 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 fear inside of you and it makes you tune in. And there it is. It's there for the taking. All you gotta do is give them a couple more million dollars. Honestly, you're talking about giving fucking a uh, million dollars to Ben Askren for a Jake Paul boxing fight, yeah. and you don't want to throw like fucking four more you think, million. You think that's the number? Is it a million? For what? Ben Askren. A million. What do you mean? The Ben Askren fight. Uh, ben Askren versus well, Jake no, Paul. Dana White said, I'll bet you a million dollars. He wins. Bet. I got you. I got you. Yeah, I I'm thought like, you meant that's what Ben was getting paid. I know. Um, I've heard gambling stories about Dana White where he spends way more than that. In I've heard that casinos that don't let him come because he fucking taps them out and also loses millions of dollars. He's I, just, a whale. I just think it's crazy that you can spend but 20 million in a casino. That's, that's his personal money. And you can't fucking give this to Don't you do it. I've, don't you. Why don't, won't he give it to him? Don't you touch that Why button, <laughs> that button, Jason Elias. It just seems Eli weird that he will. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You're never going to amount to anything, yeah. Eli. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. Oh, Put me God. back in my place. All right. I'll back off. The All button. right. We're back on track, guys. Uh, we got a card coming up this weird weekend. It'd be a fucking huge. Oh, yeah. The card that we're yeah. going to talk about. Fuck. We didn't oh. even get to that. So, yeah. Uh, Kevin Holland and Marvin Vittori. Kevin Gangsta Holland stepping this up again. Is, yeah, this is. I saw an interview where he says, fight, you know, I'll be talking less in between rounds if it gets there. Is that what he said? Yeah, okay, he good. said he was okay. going to listen to his coaches okay, and okay. name them off. He must have watched the show. Yeah, yeah. He, he actually gave them all names. So that means he knows who all three of them are. Okay. So that's great to know that he has three people he knows that he could listen to this is in between rounds. Yeah. Like um, which he's going to need to do because if it's if he does make it to the second, it'll be because Vittori took him down mm -hmm. because the cat's out of the bag that you don't know how to stop takedowns mm -hmm. and you also don't seem to really know how to get up. Well, it's 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 a more uh, to get up than anything, right? Yeah, it's a it's he's too comfortable. I find I find he's too comfortable because he's good at jujitsu and he's got those kind of long wiry limbs that he's able to avoid taking too much damage. But it seems the wrestling top game. Yeah. is the thing that he fears the most. He needs he not needs, a jujitsu top that game. That sense of urgency wasn't there, or he wasn't responding to it from his coaches. And I feel like that's the first thing they need to go and correct. And hopefully that is corrected. Because do you think that's been enough time? It was just the other day. But you know what? Obviously, he couldn't have learned a tremendous amount in a short amount of time. But the mindset of saying, "Okay, we are not going to the ground," and if we go to the ground, I'm 100. I need you to scramble like it's hot lava. You're on the ground yeah. with. That that mindset alone alone would do enough with the talent behind Holland. I think his mindset was so so in in the zone of I'm just gonna make fun TV. I gotta live up to this character of uh, being the talker, being comfortable in bad positions, and he just played the role too much rather than try to win the fight. But Vittori comes out there good everywhere. He's a fighter. 
Um, talks a lot of trash as well, man. Yeah. So this should, should be an interesting little barn burner of a main event. I definitely will be there for the weigh-ins and every face-off because both these dudes are complete madmen. Yeah, must-see TV with those guys, right? Sam, and, go, ahead. go ahead. No, I was just going to say, you going with Sam. I was going to say that 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 uh, Mike Perry, Daniel Rodriguez, it's okay, lower on the if card. If you want to do that, my boy right here knocked out Perry, right? Yeah, well, well, this well, stage. You, it went, it went, what it went, so you beat yeah, his ass. But Knocked this is down a couple times. This fight is a get. This is the most guaranteed for your money. Yeah. If there is any money in it, that Daniel Rodriguez knocks out Mike Perry. Oh, is that what you're going? You're, you're standing Guaranteed. strong on this. I'm saying Holy guaranteed. Crap. I'm saying Perry is going to sleep in the first round. Holy crap! You're 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 doubling down on that. I I would put I I don't if this show if this show was really successful. I would bet a million dollars on it. <laughs> Why not go two million? Right, I would um, bet two million if Snoop Dogg oof, challenged me. That's a uh, that's that's interesting. That's Jason. a slaughterhouse right there. Um, I think Daniel, if they play <laughs> the distance stand-up game, I think Daniel would touch him up. He's got kind of this underrated boxing ability. Yes. He's got long arms and he's got good boxing and he's got very i don't want to even say underrated but he doesn't look like a power striker where like if you he see him swing fuck. he hits hard yeah. it's got like a delayed reaction we've sparred he can bang too I he'll stay it. in the corner he'll stay in the yeah. pocket you just look at his highlight reel and he hits people in funny angles yep. and funny places and they just look like they're drunk and, and, he, and he has that ability so if perry tries to play that game perry tremendous power as well but perry looks like a hard hitter right yeah. he swings like he's trying to with everything that he has, and, and, and he's and like so the new Vandalay. He's got he's got to do that. He's got to swing with intensity and land it on the mark to knock you out. Where um, Daniel Rodriguez kind of has like a hot. delayed reaction sometimes. So come with that left hand from an awkward angle, and he'll put you to sleep. But I think Daniel would touch him up if, if they stayed on their feet. You know, you know, I'm gonna throw a, a a crazy one out there. I could see for Daniel, for Daniel, I'm sorry, for Mike's favor. Mike sometimes comes in and surprises you when he out grapples people. He out grappled. Oh, yeah, okay. He out grappled Mickey Gall, and Mickey Gall is a uh, Gall is a tremendous grappler, uh, really really good grappler, more of a jujitsu guy than a wrestler. But nonetheless, when you're on the mat with him, you feel his strength. Mike Perry had success against Mickey Gall in the grappling sure. department. If Mike could get on type of on top of Daniel, I think he could have success. But then Daniel, he would have to have a coach to suggest that, not a girlfriend. It all comes down to this: is is That's Mike why Perry I'm saying put your money? Daniel Rodriguez yes. is about to give you. All the money that you have, whatever have, the dub, whatever the bet is, it's going to be your. It's I gonna haven't be yours. followed Mike lately or anything, but if Mike comes in the fight, the Mike early in his career, the hungry Mike yeah. that was listening to his coaches and he was a soldier of he didn't war, get He's listening to his coaches, he will come in there and put up a really good contest against Daniel Rodriguez. If this guy comes in who's over the fight game, he's going to Bellator. And, 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 he could be a Bellator Mark guy, my right? words. In two years from now, he fights Vandalay Silva for the I don't know where oh I am championship of the world. Yo, that would be a that'd be a fire it's fight be, right it's there. Be sad. It's going to be very and, sad. But at the end of the day, they won't know. Daniel's hungry. Daniel's still hungry. Daniel's yes, going to bring his, his A up. game. Daniel's a hungry fighter. Mike needs to come in there hungry if he wants to be competitive in this fight for sure. If he comes in hungry, this would be a barn burner. Mackenzie Duran. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mackenzie both fight oh it's a Nina. mama fight the mama fight because goddamn mama fights lately you know mckenzie fought like not long after her baby she fought yeah. like four to six months after her baby i don't think it nina went her shot way. a baby out like a couple months ago nina wanted got a toddler with the champ nina wanted to fight immediately after her uh after her pregnancy and then i think she ended up having to wait a lot longer if i, if I, I don't know how old her ba their baby is her baby looks to be not maybe one six, nah not one, one. Not, not one yet. Yeah, he's got like fluffy, tough hair. But about a year, right? So we're talking about about a year. 
Um, Probably yeah, something like that. Nonetheless, this is her fight first fight back since pregnancy. Will be interesting to see how well she does with the weight cut for um, the first time. I heard she was eating right even in the pregnancy because yeah. her mama said she's her, she's very proud of her and the way she's been. Amanda's committed. proud of her. Amanda's very proud of yeah. her. I saw a video of that this morning. That'd be an interesting fight. Uh, um, Nina all the way. What's you think Nina? So I was going to say, uh, I think she, the grappling wrestling top game. Dern will, said she's going to submit her in the first round. Yeah, Dern I think said Dern, I'm submitting Nina first yeah, round. Good luck. Good, good luck. Because you, you, it, you, well, yeah, well, you got crazy jiu-jitsu. and yeah, if well, you're grippy at the start, then you yeah. might have a chance with that. But I don't. I mean, unless you're like uh, T City, I yeah. don't go for that. Yeah, you can just submit anybody. Yeah. I know she's really good on the ground, but if you have really good wrestling jujitsu defense, I call an MMA gloves. I call and you're allowed to punch. I yeah. call bullshit on somebody yeah. saying they can submit. It, it's me. always it's always a tricky one because you say, okay, Nina, let's just say she's a a good all around MMA fighter. She's yeah. kind of good everywhere, not Solid. really a specialist anywhere, but she plays into that grappling department. Right, she's got a strong top game. Right, so. Is that going to help her on def jiu-jitsu defense with punches, like you're saying, to your point? Or does that play right into the game of uh, of Mackenzie Dern, where you're saying, okay, you want you're okay to grapple with me? Because if you give me an opportunity, I'm going to take a leg, I'm going to take a neck. I don't know on this Do one. Do you think man. Nina really opts to not opt not go there? Because if you are if you're as good as Nina, you could opt to not be there. She Listen, says I'm going to sprawl and brawl on a leg time. kick or something. I'm going to make you, I'm going to make you fight me on the feet. Right. I'm going to sprawl and she, if, she if, has, if, she's if, good if enough to do that. And if you go to the ground, I'm going to get back up. I'm right. going to play down there. She that would that. be to me in my eyes a smart game plan. I'm going to say I'm taking away the high percentage of Mackenzie Dern's threat and making you fight me where this is my percentage. So that, that would be the smart game plan. She's going to have a, a obviously a great team, but a great wife in her corner as well that they're going to be on top of things that's what i'm saying i'm back okay. in it okay i might i might i might have to second that one with dina i don't feel good about sam elvey and yeah. uh julian i no, think no not all smiles that night i just feel like sam is every time i see him i'm like wow still yeah still in here because you're a guy that like has old moves doesn't move he, he's that kind fast. of old school yeah you're fucking totally old school you're from fucking dan henderson's era Team Quest. He's still trained. Like, over still, there too, still there. Yeah. He's 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 always one I am left hand man. away of knocking somebody out. The but... last fight he had, he lost, and I felt like he won it. I felt like the refs, the 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 judges ripped him off. Yeah, the, yeah. I thought it was. Actually I, I don't remember that one. Um, Sam, Sam, we fought on. We, me and Sam have been like three or four. I feel like we fought so because he fights all the time. He fights, right. he fights basically every weekend. So anytime I come back to fight, he's probably on the card. He stayed busy, man. How does he do that? How does he stay? Stays how many busy. losses has he had? Because I feel like it's a lot right now. But he's got a lot of wins. I mean, he's he's one of those guys that probably has over fifty fights. He's got a tremendous. He's thirty three and fifteen. There you go. Thirty three and fifteen. Look at that. I mean, that's that is so many fights. Yeah, that's incredible. He's been doing it for a long, long time. So many punches to the he's head. Got the former supermodel wife. They've got like four or five kids. We went to Big Bear one time. Wait. He invited me. His wife's a supermodel. You didn't know that Sam no. Sam Alvey. She was on this show. Um, no wonder he smiled. The all Project time. Runway or something ah. like that. I might be botching this, but one of those shows where they discover a model. And, America's um, next top model. Yes, thank you, Katie. Wow. Yeah, she like won that or came in second place, and um, her her and Sam got married. I think she kind of retired from the uh, the modeling stuff after a short stint. Have you retired and yet? In modeling? Yeah. I mean, you could say, uh, look, if they call me today, then then I'm not retired. Right. I take the money. You don't I'll audition or whatever it is. No, no, I don't really do it. They're not looking for that many 39 year old dads anymore. You know, they they uh, go with the young guys. Um, you couldn't uh, just lie. I guess I could just lie. You could be like 30 and 20, like single. 30. I'm 30 and single. That is not my son. <laughs> 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 who, is, who is this kid right this here? That's some, always. 
I just help Follow kids on the weekends to say that. Yeah. yeah, I'm a babysitter. There you go. But yeah, uh, Sam's got a, a ton of kids. He takes them all on 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 the. He used to, you know, before quarantine, he take his kids, his family with him every fight. He's like a. He seems like a he's Renaissance a, man. Yeah, doesn't not too much deters him from getting his job done. Yeah, yeah, this is what great he man. Uh, good, best of luck to him. Best sure. of luck to everybody this weekend. Thanks everybody who listens. Tell somebody. You Tell know, your friend. Spread the word. We're trying to stick around and do a show. Like, Hopefully subscribe. Hopefully you like it. Yeah. Share it too. Share it. I get all these people saying, dude, I love the show. This and that. Share it. If you like the show, share it. Appreciate it. Tell John Anik. Yeah. He Tell John Anik about, it was pretty much the John We Anik. should ask our friends to be on. Yeah. Like Dominic Cruz and shit. We're going to get people. I had that guy, KC. We're going to get the, guests The up. wounded warrior guy. We're going to have a good guest. It's going to be, yeah, you'll Making see. his pro debut. He had something going on, a meeting to get a fight lined up. We're going to have him on. We'll start having guests. So tune go. in, guys. Right. See you next week. Take care. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants. They all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This message comes from NPR sponsor Grammarly. Get to the point faster and accomplish more with Grammarly. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcasts to sign up for a free account. And when you're ready to upgrade to Grammarly Premium, get 20% off for being an NPR listener. That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash podcasts.